and this word is so critical that we may not tabernacle at the point of frustration but that we may move into the palace may that be our experience in the name of the lord jesus all right i want you to take your bibles this morning if you're ready for the word of god and look for the book of acts of apostles chapter number 12 acts of apostles chapter number 12 we're going to read together verses 1 to 16 And so here begins the reading of God's word this morning. Now, about that time, Herod the king stretched out his hand to harass some from the church. Then he killed James, the brother of John, with a sword. And because he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to seize Peter also. Now it was during the days of unleavened bread. So when he had arrested him, he put him in prison. And delivered him to four squads of soldiers to keep him, intending to bring him before the people after Passover. Peter was therefore kept in prison, but constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. And when Herod was about to bring him out, that night Peter was sleeping, bound with two chains between two soldiers and the guards before the door were keeping the prison. Now, behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in the prison, and he struck Peter on the side, and raised him up, saying, Arise quickly, and his chains fell off his hand. Then the angel said to him, Guard yourself, and tie on your sandals. And so he did. And he said to him, Put on your garment, and follow me. So he went out and followed him and did not know that what was done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. When they were past the first and the second guard post, they came to the iron gate that leads to the city, which opened to them of his own accord. And they went out and went down one street and immediately the angel departed from him. And when Peter had come to himself, he said, Now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me from the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the Jewish people. So when he had considered this, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where they were gathered together praying. And so... On the door of the gate, a girl named Rhoda came to answer. When she recognized Peter's voice, because of her gladness, she did not open the gate, but ran in and announced that Peter stood before the gate. But they said to her, you are beside yourself. Yet she kept insisting that it was so. So they said, it is his angel. Now Peter continued knocking, and when they had opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. Amen. 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 This morning, I bring you the word of God. Because in our text this morning, people like us were going through trouble. 
that led to execution and there is no greater end than death anyway. And James was killed and now the leader Peter was also held. And who, who, who knew who would be next after Peter? And the Bible says they got together in the house of Mary and they were praying. And amazingly prayer got Peter to the door. But when he got to the door, nobody opened the door. This morning I want you to consider with me how that prayer will get some things to the door. But it is something else that is much needed at that point that can get the blessing through the door into the lives of those who have been praying. The Lord has given me the assignment to preach a series entitled 360 Degrees. And if multimedia will be kind enough to put up this, my, uh, my, 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 my slide, 360 Degrees stands for or leads to the secret door to the next level. 360 Degrees talks about a complete circle. A circle that we must start and go all the way to the end if the fruit of our prayers is going to become our reality. A circle is also a cycle that must be completed otherwise the blessing may not manifest. It also, the circle turns, um, stands for when the enemy starts a wrong course in our life, meaning anti-clockwise. It's for us to be able to turn it around for our good. I'm talking this morning on the subject 360 degrees. 120 degrees is good, but it's not good enough. 240 degrees is good, but will not deliver it. It has to be 360 degrees if you're going to gain access to the secret doorway that will take us to the next level. I'm going to ask you to pray with me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we have come to the fountain of life to drink from the wells of wisdom so that our seeming spirituality may not terminate at the point of frustration. Father, we know that we're good for 120 degrees. Some of us have made 240 degrees, but we realize we need 360 degrees. Father, infuse wisdom into us. Let the scales fall out of our eyes. Bring us onto the point of deep understanding that will cause us to be like God amongst men. We thank you, our Lord and our God, because in all things your name will be glorified. And we will have access to that secret doorway that will take us not only to the next level, but the next dimension in God. We bless you, O God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. All right. Can you say 360 degrees? God is trying to turn us around. My prayer is that none of us will be stiff-necked in the name of the Lord Jesus. In our text this morning, there was, a, there was serious trouble. The Bible says James was apprehended and he was killed. And when Herod saw that he got away with that, he picked another one. This time he went for the leader. But the church did something different this time. We, we put aside our, our differences and they began to pray. And prayer brought the miracle to the door of the house. But it appeared that what God had started, uh, the lack of 360 degrees of knowledge almost terminated it. For instance, uh, I, I would like 
multimedia had to go to verse 17 to see what would have happened if Peter stayed too long at the door knocking to gain access after God had freed him. I'm going to read verses 17, I believe, to like 19, and I'll, sh- I'll show you that what the lack of 360 degrees can issue or bring forth into our lives. The Bible says, when Peter was letting, it says, but motioning to them with his hand to keep silent. Shh, it's not time to pray anymore. Don't attract attention to the miracle. He said, don't make noise anymore. And he declared to them how the Lord had brought him out of prison. And he said, go tell these things to James, the other James. Because sometimes when somebody with your name is going through something, you begin to shake whether you are next in line. Go tell these things to James and to the brethren. And he departed. He had enough wisdom just to show himself. It was a short visit and he departed to an unknown place. Even the Bible doesn't tell us where he went because sometimes you don't need to say everything. Verse 18. Then as soon as it was day, you see this happened in the dead of the night and all the knocking and all the wasting of time took some time shortly after it was dawn. Bible says as soon as it was day, there was no small stare among the soldiers about what had become of Peter. Verse 19. But when Herod had searched for him, high and low, and did not find him, he examined the guards and commanded that they should be put to death. Shortly after Peter changed location, Herod woke up and found that he was gone and began searching. The miracle came forth. Foolishness kept the miracle where it could still be apprehended. And shortly after, Herod woke up and searched for him. And I mean a thorough search. Maybe if Peter had told somebody where he was going, somebody would have foolish enough to gossip about it and he would have been found. What use then would have been his escape in the first place? I'm talking about 360 degrees today. I'm talking about how spirituality will bring some things to your doorstep. But it's going to take something else to bring it through the door into your living room. I'm talking about the kind of sensibility or sensibleness that is required to shut your mouth sometimes so that what God has given you is not snatched by by the enemy. If Peter was found this time around, they may have caught him in the house of Mary and taking the host of the people praying. I like what the contemporary English version says in, in verse 15 to 16. This is how they put it. The Bible says, when Rhoda said Peter was at the door knocking. Verse 15 in the contemporary English version of the Bible says, the people said, the prayer warrior says, you are crazy. Everyone told her. But she kept saying that it was Peter. And they said to her, it must be his angel. But Peter kept on knocking until finally. Kept on knocking until finally. Talks about time where the guy was nervous. Time he couldn't afford to waste. Time that people should stop praying and doing something else. They were still praying. 
He kept on knocking until finally they opened the gates. And when they saw him, they were completely amazed. I've come to tell somebody, God has answered your prayer. These people were still praying fervently. They were still groaning in the spirit. And all the time, what they were praying about was at the door. I've come to tell somebody I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. Your blessing is knocking on the door. They said to Rhoda, you're beside yourself. You're crazy. And they continued to pray. There's a time for everything. Uh, they said you're crazy I'm not crazy whether you feel it or not whether you know it or not whether you're sensitive to it or not the blessing is knocking on the door it's, it's not it's, it's not a mirage it is not a it's not me hallucinating I haven't lost my mind I've come with the breath of God to tell you that your feelings may not agree with this truth but your blessing is knocking on the door they said it has to be his angel the word angel there is actually ghost it's amazing that people are praying and the man shows up at the door they said it's his ghost how will a ghost be seen unless the person is dead you know, as I'm saying to somebody, your blessing is knocking on the door. Your mind is telling you it cannot be. A ghost is something that is released after a man dies. You ask me, why then did they continue praying? If all they expected to see is a ghost. There are people in church, you have become addicted to prayer. It's an addiction. The moment you say, let us pray. Stop praying. Let the blessing in. Your husband is knocking on the door. Your breakthrough is knocking on the door. Addicted to prayer. You see, addiction to prayer sounds like a good thing. But too much of a good thing is bad. There's a time to change gear. You know, prayer honestly is only 120 degrees. That's one thing a lot of Christians don't know. 360 degrees is broken into three segments. And each segment is only 120 degrees. Prayer is good. But what about the next 120 degrees? They said it was a ghost. And I'm here to say it's not a ghost. It's for real. They said she was daydreaming, but it's not so. You know, I want to tell somebody, I'm sure you've heard this saying, something is about to happen. How many of you have heard it before? Today, I'm saying to you, forget something is about to happen. I've come as a mandate of God to you to say something good is already happening. You know, if I start preaching, hey, get ready, buckle your tent, something is about to happen. A lot of people will jump up, but I'm not saying that. It's not about to happen. It is already happening. It took a house girl. Maybe why? that's why God is sending this house boy to you. Because I belong to this house. I'm a house boy. I'm a house boy at the altar of the Lord. Rhoda was a house girl. 
You see, and sometimes some people that have more money than you, more education than you, taller than you, and what they have something more than you. When you are talking to them, they are not listening. Rhoda was saying, Peter is at the door. She kept saying it for a long time. They said, keep quiet. I said, I've come to tell you that it is not something is about to happen. Something is already happening in Nigeria. Oh, no, no. Something is already happening in our politics. Something is already happening in our homes. Something is already happening in our businesses. You see, these prayer warriors, they're all in church this morning. And in many ways, I belong to that category as well. Maybe there's some things I should stop praying about and start thanking God for. They were spiritual enough to pray it to the door. But they were not sensitive or perceptive enough to know when the, when the prayer should have stopped the, because the blessing was at the door. And they certainly were not sensible enough to just open the door to let the blessing in. I, I want to tell you something. It is one thing for something to arrive. It's another thing for you to take delivery. For instance, if I sent you a bank draft of a hundred million naira and I gave it to TNT to deliver at your door, no matter what you do, show them your identification, you are Pastor Femi Paul, yes, we accept. Tell them your mother, tell him your father until you sign for the parcel. They will never give it to you. You know, what I'm saying to you is to help you allow the next 120 degrees to take place in your life. Many of us think as long as it has arrived, it is mine. It has your name on it. It, it does no good until you take delivery. You see, you see, you're thinking, okay, TNT has brought it. My name is on the envelope. I've shown them my national ID card and you must give it to me. There is one process that has to be fulfilled because the messenger has to take your signature until you find a viral and sign for it. Do you know TNT will take it back if you don't sign? Somebody under the sound of my voice. It's only a small thing that's keeping us away from our celebration. The delivery man has come. The blessing has arrived. God is saying the next 20 degrees is not spiritual. It's not as spiritual as the first 20 degrees. You need to take delivery by signing for it. The harvest may have come, but we're yet to bring in the harvest. There's something called harvest technology. It's different from planting technology. It's different from watering technology. No matter how good you are at planting technology, if you don't have harvest technology, you may go hungry. That's the next 120 degrees. This morning, I'm talking about 360 degrees. It is one thing to be able to pray. It's another thing to be able to be sensitive enough to hear when there's a knock. It is one thing to be spiritual enough to praise. It's another thing to be sensitive enough to listen. 
And just because you are sensitive enough to hear does not mean you are coordinated enough to make the right move. I'm talking about 360 degrees. First of all, you must be spiritual enough to pray it to the door. Second of all, you must be sensitive enough to know that something is already happening. And the third thing is you must be sensible enough to make that move now. There are three things, three levels in this 360 degrees. Spirituality sensitivity and sensibility will give you access to the secret doorway to the next level. It's a triangular requirement for prosperity. You can run the slides again. It's a triangular requirement for prosperity. What God is saying start from spirituality. You must be able to pray for something to be released. And after that, you must be sensitive enough to hear it when it comes to the realm of the physical. Some of us are too spiritual to hear what is going on around us. And then if you're sensitive, you must also be sensible. And being sensible it talks about common sense, which sadly, even with spiritual people, may not be so common. Sensibility has to do with study. Sensibility has to do with knowing. Sensibility has to do with understanding. Hmm. I'm not looking for trouble. But church generally is filled with spiritual people. You can pray it down. But you may not be able to show it. This morning I want you to consider. If Peter... God did the miracle. The angel came, released him miraculously, took him through the first gate, the second gate, the gate to the city, opened it of his own accord, and he stood, he found his way to the door. If they did not have Rhoda, they would not have heard. Some people were spiritual. They had the first 120 degrees, they lacked the next two 120 degrees. But look at Rhoda. That's another classification. Rhoda couldn't pray anything, but she could hear. And as much as she could hear, she was not sensible enough to open the door. The Bible says she heard and ran back inside. Some of us can pray and do nothing more. Some of us can hear, can do nothing more. God is saying, good as those things may be, you need 360 degrees. I wonder what is knocking on somebody's door. I wonder how long it has been knocking. Permit me to be a little dramatic. Bible says James was killed by Herod. And he succeeded. And then he took Peter. Could it be the same scene of 120 degrees or 240 degrees that made it possible for Herod to kill James in the first place? Could it be that James too could have been saved if perhaps somebody went 360 degrees. The circumstances of his death, we don't know. But God allowed us to see the second time around. God was so faithful to do his own. And the, the person that almost spoiled the miracle and the blessing was not even the devil. It was the same people of God. Too busy 
with first 120 degrees to consider the next 20 degrees. The one that prayed was not sensitive to hear. The one that was sensitive to hear did not pray. And the one that was also sensitive was not sensible. If something is knocking on the door and it's your miracle, Bible says she was too excited. She ran inside. Shortly after it dawned and Herod went searching. And just because he didn't find one man, he killed many men. Meaning that if they left him there a little much longer, what would have happened? Herod would have found Peter. Consider with me how that some of us are sitting down looking very glum this morning. Consider with me that possibly it is not God's fault. Could it be that when it was time to be sensitive, we were not listening to God, we are listening to our radio. Could it be when somebody came to preach in a morning like this, maybe Pastor Yomi or Pastor Kola or Pastor Dapo, and he was saying that I can hear a knock. Could it be like when Rhoda was telling them, they said it cannot be. The same people praying said it cannot be. They said it's a ghost. It has to be his ghost. The man who prayed has no faith for the manifestation of the prayer. What a shame. And when the person who heard, heard, didn't do what needed to be done. Today is a day of reflection. God is faithful. Could it be that what I'm struggling with, God has answered it. But I'm still praying about it. Could it be that what is troubling me is already at the door, but I'm not sensitive enough to hear that the times have changed. Could it be that somebody has heard but lacked a sensibility or sensibleness to do the ordinary to bring in the supernatural? Spirituality, good as it may be, is only 120 of the 360 degrees. Sensitivity, good as it may be, is just another 120 degrees. There's a secret doorway that some people have found. And they have been catapulted ahead of the rest of us. They have learned that 120 is not enough. They went to 240, they didn't stop there. They ended at 360 degrees. If Christians will learn this lesson from Acts chapter 12, I trust that the world will see that our God is faithful. The Bible says this man was bound. The angel came. He was sleeping. He woke him up. Look at the work God did. He woke up the man who shouldn't be sleeping. He said, put on your garment. Put on your sandals. And put to sleep. Anesthesia for all the guards. The chains fell down. They walked through. All of them were sleeping. They got to the iron gate. God commanded the gates to open. And this man navigated all the way to the door of the people who needed a blessing. Think about it for a moment this morning. If this was the story of my life. If this were the story of your life. That God had worked so many miracles. Did so many impossible things to bring the blessing to the door. The delivery was what was left. But we couldn't hear it for lack of sensitivity. And for those that heard, 
There wasn't a knowing, a know-how to bring in the blessing. I told you there is a technology of sowing. There's another technology for harvest. I believe that we're good spiritually. I worry whether we're good when it comes to hearing. You pray with your mouth. You hear with your spirit ears. You take action with your own hands. Many times, God will not put something in your hand. He will only bring it to the door. Some lady here, there has been a knocking. But maybe you're too engaged in another activity. And so you're still not married. There's a man. Maybe something is knocking on the door of your profession. But you're distracted by spiritual activity when you should be listening. There's an art of prayer called meditation. Prayer is not just talking. Prayer is as much listening. If you talk to God and you don't hear God, what next? And if we hear God and we take no action, what next? I come to make a declaration today that the devil is a liar. Our problems are not so bad. There was no devil in the middle of all this. God had defeated the enemy concerning Peter and the people of God. The trouble that we saw was merely man-made. I wonder how many people are not happy with God at this point in their lives. I wonder how many of us are struggling when this young man is singing, our God is good. And say, yes, I know he's good. Somebody read a testimony today and said she asked for a promotion and then she started praying some spiritual prayer and said well Lord I will still love you whether I get promotion or not but meanwhile the promotion had left heaven somebody's blessing your blessing is not in heaven anymore it's not even in church anymore it's at your house knocking how many of us have learned how to hear God how many of God's have learned how to obey God? This morning, God is calling us to know that there is a secret doorway. I am desperate. In fact, I want to live in that secret doorway. I don't even want to visit the place. I want to just stay there to the next level. I checked my life. I said, hmm. How many of these three do you think you have nailed down? Don't look at me at this point. Ask yourself, how many of the three? Spirituality, sensitivity, and sensibility. How many of them do you know you're holding on to? How many of them? It's not either or. You have to hold on to the three. The 360 degrees has to be completed. How many of them do you have together? At this point in your life, before you begin to wonder where is God in this situation? Is it spirituality? Is it sensitivity? Is it sensibility? Uh, until we complete the loop, we cannot gain access to the doorway. Until we have 360 degrees, the, the clock of our lives may be going anti-clockwise. We can't turn it all the way around. This morning, I'm going to ask you. If you're like me, 
you think that, ah, I need a little work in a certain department. I'd like you to stand. In the coming Sundays, I'm going to break them down one by one. This is just the opening. I'm going to take spirituality. I'm going to take sensitivity. Then I'm going to take sensibility. Hmm. I want you to bow your heads and close your eyes. God said, I should run a test in this house. How many of us think the 120 degrees of spirituality, I'm fine. All heads closed, all eyes closed. All, all heads bow, all eyes. Just lift up your hand. If you feel that spirituality, you can pray it to the door. Just lift up your hands. Alright, put it down. How many of us feel we're sensitive enough, we, we can hear it when it arrives? Let me see your hand up. How many of us feel then that we're sensible enough to let it through and take delivery? Let me see your hand up. Alright, put your hand down. How many of us feel we have 360 degrees covered? Then I'm in the right house. Let us go to God in prayer. The things we're struggling with, God says they're not so difficult. I've released them. Let us go to God and say, Lord, teach me how to pray. That is spirituality. The disciples of Jesus went to Jesus. They didn't assume they knew how to pray. He says, Lord, teach us how to pray. Teach us what to pray for. For we know not how we ought to pray. Let the Holy Spirit make intercession for us according to the mind of God. Teach me how to pray about that situation. About that need. About that need. About that need. About that problem. Teach me how to pray. What I ought to pray for. That desire. That desire. Teach me how to pray about it. Teach me what to pray for. That will bring it to my door. That is spirituality. There's a how. There's a how. There's a what to pray for. Father, teach us how to pray. The devil is not that strong in our lives. The devil is not all powerful. If we only knew how to pray. If we knew what to pray for. That will unlock the treasures for us. Sensitivity is about meditation. It is those that are listening that will hear. Let us pray to God. Say, Lord, teach me the art of meditation. The art of meditation. Where all the voices in this world, I shut down to them. And I hear what God is saying. Giving me the roadmap to my victory. Showing me the way forward. Not the counsel of man but the direction of God. Not what I think, but what he knows. The decoding that I need to have, let it come into my heart. Teach me the art of meditation. 
to silence or silence every voice, every other voice that can hear God. That I can hear the knocking. That I can, I can get communication from the spirit realm. I have listened to men. I have no solution. I have listened to doctors. I have no solution. I have listened to experts. I have no solution. Teach me the art of meditation. It's not enough for me to be spiritual. I need to be sensitive. May my lack of sensitivity not abort the blessing that is already on my, at my door. There's a time to speak and there's a time to keep silence. Protracted silence. Teach me the art of meditation. And finally, sensibility. It has to do with the spirit of wisdom. The Bible says in 1 Chronicles 12, 32, it says the men of Issachar, all these men understood the signs of the times and knew the best course for Israel to take. They knew the best course. I'm quoting the New Living Translation. It says all these men, they understood the signs of the times. They were sensitive enough to, to read the signs. But they also knew the best cause for Israel to take. I want us to pray as a Lord. I feel close to my breakthrough. I feel so close to the turnaround that I so, so need. Grant me the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Uh, that I don't misread the signs. Help me to know the best cause to take at this point in my life. If you're going through a transition that's confusing, you need to pray. The best cause, the best route, the best place to go, the best way to handle it. They knew the best cause for Israel to take. Father Lord, the struggle has been too much. Oh, somebody need to cry to God. I have tried and tried and tried. <laughs> Father, show me the best cause of action. <laughs> the best cause of action on my job. The best cause of action in, in, in my finances. With my finances. With my children. I don't know what to do about this child anymore. In my marriage, show me the best cause of action to take. Because the Bible says, there is a way or a course of action that seemed right unto a man. But it doesn't lead him anywhere. It leads him to more frustration. Lord, may we be like the men of Issachar. Who understood by the art of sensitivity, they could connect with the, the signs of the times. By the spirit of wisdom, they were they had sensi sensibility. They knew the best course of action to take. James is dead. 
May Peter also not die in our lives. Let us go to God in prayer. I say, Lord, I lost some things because I didn't have 360 degrees. Father, this one is still alive. Ah! This one is still in the present tense. It's not a past tense. If you lost something before, if you ever failed at something, cry to God and say, Lord, this one will not be lost. This opportunity will not be aborted also. James had to die. Maybe he didn't even have to die, but not Peter as well. Let us cry to God. Is there an opportunity that is still around? Do you still have a little time left? Pray, say, Lord, let this one not be lost as well. Is there a chance? Is there a chance? Is there a chance just right in your life right now? It may even be a slim chance. It may be a small window of opportunity. It doesn't have to short. The door doesn't have to short. Cry and an urgency in your hearts. Lord, Lord, let this opportunity, small as it is, not be lost. Before Herod wakes up, Lord, help me to take delivery of my blessing of my healing, of my deliverance, of my prosperity, of my promotion. Help me before Herod wakes up to find out that I've almost escaped Jesus. Somebody ought to pray. I had to pray. Bury a James. James is symbolic of something you lost. If you if you lost something, James is symbolic of what you lost. I had to bury James, but not Peter. Somebody, the best chance you have is now. Peter was the leader. Let us go to God. I say, maybe this is my best chance, Lord. It was terrible burying James. It was painful bearing James. It is still traumatic when I remember James. But Peter is still alive. I wish somebody would pray urgently. Peter is still alive. Last time I saw him, he was in chains. The situation looks bad. But the Jehovah God, show me the best cost of action. Show me the best cause of action. Abafemi Awolowo is dead. Namdi Azikiwe is dead. Lord, but the heroes that we have leaving. Lord, may we not lose them as well. The promise that we have now may not also be lost. Let us pray for what is left in our lives. Lord, let it not die as well. Let it not die. Hear our prayers, O God. 
We pray in the name of Jesus. I want you to hold somebody's hand and pray for that person. If only you knew what your neighbor is going through. If you know you knew what the person lost and what is at stake, Peter is at stake now. I want you to begin to pray. Say whatever you lost and is not redeemable, may the Lord comfort you. But what you still have a chance of getting back. Ah, come on prayers in the name of Jesus. Whatever Satan is struggling over, struggling with you about, trying to divert the blessing trying to pervert your joy you will not lose in the name of Jesus you will not lose your Peter in the name of Jesus God will give you 360 degrees he will give you the spirituality Uh, he will give you the sensitivity he will give you the sensibility ah You will not lose your mind. You will not lose your marriage. You will not lose that child. You will not lose that opportunity. Whatever you lost. Ah, The Lord will bring back your captivity. He will compensate you as well. Peter will not die. Peter will not die. Peter will not die. Your present opportunity will not die. Your present relationship will not die. Your present job will not die. God will grant you the secret doorway access that will take you to your next level. He will do it this morning. This morning, you will take delivery of your blessing. You will take delivery. You will bring in your harvest. You will not go home empty-handed. The devil will not keep your blessing. The devil will not mess you up. Peter will not die. In your life, your Peter will leave. Herod will fail in your life. Herod will not find your Peter. He will not be able to arrest your Peter. He will not be able to carry out his threat in over your life. God will hide your Peter. God will hide your blessing. God will deliver you. God will deliver the blessing to you. He will deliver the blessing to me as well. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for what you have done today. You have made us aware of the plan of the enemy. To keep us praying so much, we're not hearing. Or when we're hearing, we're not acting. Father, bring us into the realm of 360 degrees. 
that we have access constantly to the doorway to the next level. Whatever we have lost, we grieve. Whatever is still within reach, we will not lose. We thank you, our God. We glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray. If you have been blessed this morning, can you celebrate the King of Kings? Come on now, can you celebrate the Lord of Lords? If you know your Peter will not die. If you believe that your blessing is knocking on the door, your healing is knocking on your door, your next job is knocking on your door, your victory is knocking on your door, give the Lord the praise.